Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. Hello, welcome to season three of the NF Ladies podcast. This is the first episode of season three. Thank you for coming back and joining me. I was thinking about how I was going to separate these. Is this going to be season three or is it going to continue to be season two and then start season three when actual 2022 season starts? And I decided, well, right now during this time is when everybody is going through the combine, the draft process. So Everything that happens now is going to affect the 2022 season. So I said, all right, let's just cut it off there at the end of the season and finally start season three. So thank you for coming back. Looking back on these episodes, I know obviously that I've recorded them, but me looking at them and seeing the number of episodes, it's not that much, but it (laughs) I look back and say, I can't believe that I actually recorded 27 episodes. That seems like a lot. Going week by week and just trying to put out some content for you guys get some good guests on some entertaining guests all of my guests have been awesome for seasons one and two so I'm excited to go on and bring you some more guests in season three I have a couple of people who I have in mind I've been getting in contact with them you know who you are I'm going to be reaching back out to you to see when we can actually schedule a time to come on What I have been doing is I have been reaching out to some ladies, some ladies who are going to be in the league, potential draft prospects, the significant others of potential draft prospects. I know that I mentioned this at the end of season two, but I actually have been starting to do that. I've gotten responses from ladies who really appreciate me reaching out and I let them know, hey, wherever you guys end up going, let me know. I will, I may be able to hook you up with somebody that I know, some people that I know on certain teams because I know a good amount of people on different teams, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen if they're going to be there. There are still people in free agency. Uh, Things have been happening a lot this week. I will get to that later. But yes, I've been reaching out to them. They have been reaching back out to me. I've had other ladies, too, who've reached out to me talking about uh, how they want to cover different topics, which to that I say thank you very much for reaching out. Please continue to do so because I'm definitely reading all those messages. And you guys give me ideas for episodes and what you guys want to hear because I also want to bring you guys the content that you want and continue to learn and grow myself. So I posted a call to action on the NFL's Instagram page a couple weeks ago when I was reaching out to the significant others of potential draft prospects, but I will also say it here. If someone that you know is coming into the league, reach out to them and share your favorite episode from the podcast with them. Maybe they will hear this and think, oh, wow, I really relate to this guest or, oh, I wonder who they're going to have on next week or who she's going to have on next week. Uh, I want to follow along and hear how other people have done in the league and how they've 
experienced the league and navigated it and everything that comes with it because you don't know what to do when you first get into the league. And that's why I ask one piece of advice for a rookie wife or girlfriend at the end of every episode. And I actually put together a compilation of all those the last episode of season two. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that so you can have all of the advice from each of my guests in season two in one place. And I was listening to that because Obviously, I had full conversations with these ladies, and I, we talked about a bunch of different stuff, but wrapped up at the end, their piece of advice and how their overall experience has been. So it was nice to look back and listen to, or listen back to those and just what they had to say and how much I relate, I had related or currently relate to what they're saying. And a lot of it had to do with reaching out to people. A lot of it has to do with finding your place and understanding that you aren't alone, that there is a community that you can reach out. And that's the point of this podcast for all those things to happen, to have a community for you to be comfortable reaching out. If you don't feel comfortable in social settings, you know, not everybody is an extreme extrovert. It's hard for anybody to move to a new city. And if you're not used to putting yourself out there, it's even harder. So just contacting somebody, me, contacting somebody who follows the page, somebody you know who's in the league, we, for the most part, are more than willing to help and connect you with somebody else in the league because it's a community like that. There's ladies who I've talked to who have DM'd them through Instagram or texted them, and I've never met them in person, but I feel comfortable DMing them or just if I see that we're in the same city meeting up. I said this the last episode. I had just met up with Rachel Willingham weeks before I had posted that last episode, or I think a week before I had uh, put out the last episode of season two. We had never met before that, but she even said it. It feels like we had met before. It didn't feel like it was our first time meeting in person just because of how natural it was and how much we had to talk about and relate on. And she is actually on a new team. Her and her family are now moved to New Jersey with the Jets. So if you are a Jets lady, reach out to Rachel Willingham. You can go and listen to her episode and hear what she's all about and how they've been navigating the league and what she does now. I mean, this this last year, she just said, or not this last year, this last offseason, they've had to decide which team they're going to go to. They've had discussions. They've talked about where they may go. And then in a split second, she realized, oh, wow, we're going to the Jets. And that happened, I think, within the span of like a day, less than a day. They thought they were going one place and then something completely changed. And oh, well, now they're going to the other side of the country. They're going to New Jersey, New York, which is a beautiful area. Everybody who's out there, I know that you there's so much to do. You're thriving out there. I have another friend out there who's currently living there. She just moved there. Mackenzie Williams is living out there now. And looking at her Instagram looks like she's having a great time and experiencing all that New York does have to offer. Some updates with Chad and I. Since I since last time I spoke with you, Chad has been going into his agency for workouts, obviously. So he's able to see all the guys, which is really cool. All the guys who are in his agency. They have workout facility in their agency or at their agency's office offices. So they're able to go there. He's really enjoyed being around all the guys and seeing all of his friends and really just hanging out at the facility afterwards. And where we are is where a lot of the guys are staying as well, even if they're just down here for a couple months or two months to train or however long it is. So and this is the only time we get to see them during the year really is when they are down here, because then all the guys kind of scatter after the first couple months of offseason. If you aren't in the playoffs, you're all in the same area. But everybody scatters. They go back to their hometown. They go back to their home state. Maybe they're training with a different coach in a different state. Maybe they're going and getting a massage from a different trainer over in a different state. It's it's not just the people who live in that state that you're going to be working with if you need to go get work done on your body. 
a lot of guys go to obviously the best doctor and sometimes that's not always where they are. So they're traveling to different states to get all of this stuff done. And it doesn't even seem weird when I think about it now because we have so many friends and Chad has done this as well. You go to different places just to get the best advice from the best doctors or just go and see if this doctor can help you out. And it seems funny to me when I think about it from the perspective of somebody who just goes to like their doctor they've seen their whole lives. And these guys are going to new doctors all the time flying out to different places, flying the doctors out to them. I don't even have a doctor right now. I think I went, because every state I went to, I'd have to get a new doctor for whatever reason. So I haven't had a a main doctor since I was in high school even. So yeah, I (laughs) hopefully nothing happens to me. Yeah, it's wild how they fly all over the place and I don't even bat an eye anymore. I have started posting on TikTok again. My username is B Rice, B-E-E-R-I-C-E. After talking to Channon on episode 24, go listen if you have not, I wanted to start posting some stuff again, more just to post videos of me messing with Chad, kind of, because it's a better platform, an easier platform to post videos, obviously, than Instagram, since Instagram is more photo-related, even though reels are taken off right now. But anyway, I digress. But I've been posting stuff on there because it's fun. I think it's funny. Uh, I'm not really doing it as a serious thing right now, but I am interested to see where it can go. Shannon suggested that every significant other of a player get on TikTok because even if you think your life isn't interesting, it is to other people. That's what she said. I believe that she started in 2020 and now she has 2.3 million followers because she really went for it. So pro tip, pro tip, get on TikTok. And I know not all guys are comfortable going on TikTok or going on social media and opening up, but I was just talking to my old roommate, our old roommate today, and just talking about TikTok, I think, because I had posted a couple things. And I was saying, I know not everybody is comfortable posting something on there, and that's fine. Like, I don't care. I share a lot about my life. It's funny. If it's funny, I think why not make other people laugh? Let's share it. But I know not everybody is like that. So not everybody wants to do that and take advantage of these platforms and stuff like that. If you do want to go for it, if you do want to go all out, if you want to just post some stuff, I would definitely recommend TikTok. And especially, especially during this season is when all the guys obviously are getting a lot of attention, take as many football video videos and photos as possible because it's just nice to keep those not even for posting them anywhere but it's nice to see them over the years at the end of your journey just really being able to look back on a video that you have I know that Lauren Robinson said get at least one professional video done at a game which is what she did I saw it was very cute and it's very it's super heartwarming I'm sure for her to look at because you can say wow that was an amazing part of our lives and you have it recorded but a lot of times you kind of forget to I mean, you want to live in the moment, so you may forget to take photos or take videos like I talked with Annie Patrick about, which uh, she was my first guest of season two, just making sure to to take video, take photos so that you do have those memories. But and that also goes back to TikTok, too, TikTok, too. But I would highly suggest taking videos like that. I always make Chad come up to the side at the end of the game. I make him grab my hand and I take a video of him. I loved being able to do that and him just coming over and saying, hey, after the game, so that it's not just us meeting up in the parking lot afterward, just him being able to see him on the field because, you know, after you leave the field, you drive home where there's nobody. We, It's kind of funny because you have tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people 
screaming your guy's name or cheering for the team. And then afterwards, you go to the player parking lot and you both drive home together. And nobody in these cars knows who you are outside of your uniform for the most part. And you're driving back home and then you go back home and you watch the rest of the games and you're just a regular person again. When hours earlier, you were in a stadium and people were yelling at you or for you. It's kind of surreal when you think about it. We do have a couple friends who are getting married this year. Two of them are in the league, which is great. So they said it around times where football isn't happening during the breaks in football. So we are actually able to go together. Chad and I are able to go together. And one of those guests that I'm trying to get on, um, she is the one of the ones who is getting married this offseason. I will continue to push her on that. You know who you are if you're listening. Uh, those weddings, I believe, are after OTAs, which is really great for everybody else in the league because you can go to those weddings. Most of the weddings of the year, though, Chad cannot. I think we have five and he can go to two. Uh, there's a couple close friends who are actually getting married. A couple of our close friends from college, Chad's and my friends that he isn't able to go to because he will be gone. I am definitely going to those, but that's kind of lame that he can't come with us and be able to celebrate with our friends. Obviously, they're not going to schedule anything around him, but I'm able to be there. I'm able to celebrate uh, our friends, even though he won't be there. Maybe I'll bring a fat head of him. I know we get a discount on the NFLPA. Shout out, shout out. But I will be able to go, and that will be a lot of fun for me, at least. So the biggest thing that just passed was the Combine. It ended on March 7th. So it went from March 1st to March 7th this year. Uh, things happen, happened a little bit differently this year, obviously because of COVID. Uh, they lifted all restrictions. There was kind of a tussle between the NFLPA and the event. I honestly am not sure exactly who it was between, but I know that the players were talking about, the players and the agents wanted to be able to come and support their athletes, obviously. They, I think they were, what they were trying to do is put some type of protocol where it would only allow a limited amount of trainers or whoever was there to support the athlete to be there so they wouldn't have all the support that they needed. And the agents were potentially talking about not sending their players, but in the end, I don't believe, I didn't hear anything, so I think everything went well. During the combine, the wide receiver class collectively got the fastest times. A lot of them running under a 4-4, but the unofficial times on TV were a lot faster than the official times, even though they may have ran slower, though, after the official times were released. That doesn't really matter, though, because no one is checking those times after the combine. So whatever you got on TV is what people and coaches think you got because nobody likes to check their work. What they see is the highlight, the heading, what everybody puts on social media as running the fastest time or a super fast time. And that's what everybody remembers. But it was crazy to see the receiver times. Everybody in the combine was running really fast. You know, people are just getting better and better. They're just training better and better. They know what to do to be faster and better. The athletes now are going to, I mean, the athletes in 10 years are going to be so much better than they are now. It's crazy because of everything that they're finding out and everything you can do for your body. Everybody's just going to keep getting better. And then what was good in the past is laughable today. So it's like, how much better can you get? There have been lots of big moves this past week. Quarterbacks are moving around. Draft picks are being given. The biggest one really is Russell Wilson uh, being on the Broncos. The biggest news to me, um, teams are franchise tagging their players at this time. And now it's the in-between time when they, if there's somebody in free agency, they're potentially waiting to be signed by another team or signed back to the team that they just came from. And obviously this makes planning nearly impossible since you have to be ready for whatever happens. 
And even if you have a home base right now, you don't know where you're going to go. So you can't really plan for where you're going to go. Pack what you need to pack. If you're going to need warm weather or cold weather clothes the whole year, or even if you're going to stay there the whole year, if that even matters. So there's so many things that are up in the air right now. So that makes it an exciting, but also a stressful time. And I feel like this is kind of the beginning since the combine just ended kind of the beginning of people getting back into football and I say that and I know obviously the Super Bowl was in February so it wasn't it was last month but it start it still slowly starts settling after the Super Bowl and then starts picking up again slowly slowly until the first not even the preseason game the first season game starts but it is starting to get a little bit more attention now because I think it's probably because of how fast everybody was in the 40, to be honest, because that's like one of those big events that draws fans in is the 40. So seeing all these people run super fast, everybody is just intrigued and amazed by them. So this has kind of been spiking the interest of football fans. I have noticed at least because generally what I've seen is it's been a little bit more mellow than it is this year. After the combine, schools are having their pro days between a set number of dates. The first one starts on, or actually this first one started March 8th, and then they go until April 6th. I didn't know it was that long of a stretch. Each school has a date that the pro day will be on between these dates. Yeah, I just didn't realize that it spread across the whole month. Chad did his pro day and he threw with the last quarterback at Cal, which was his quarterback, Davis Webb. And of course, it was raining. So perfect conditions for catching the ball. I remember that it went really well, though. It was really fun. They got some cute photos that I have in my archive, but it was a good day for them. I remember him being very happy after that. It was a little bit different experience than the combine. So Chad did both the combine and pro day, which is pretty much what everybody does if you get invited to the combine you're going to the combine but if you didn't get a combine invite pro day is when you get to show your stuff and do those events that they did at the combine so you can show how you would perform against them so coaches can see that the next thing that comes after these pro days is of course the draft which starts on april 28th to the 30th after those picks are in, we will go to rookie minicamp to work out with the coaches for a few days, or they will get to go to their rookie minicamp to work out with the coaches, uh, get a taste of what it's really like in their new city. And around the beginning to mid-April is when the guys who do have the same head coach will go back to their teams for OTAs, and for the teams that do have a new head coach, they will go back a week earlier than those who have the same coach. This time right now seems like it's going by really fast for me. It, what's actually been nice about this year, though, is that Chad and I have been really enjoying the time that we do have this offseason just exploring the new area that we're in fully. And collectively, we've probably lived here like maybe a month together because remember what I said last season, uh, Chad had gotten called to the Falcons days after we had moved into our new place and he didn't get to live there. So I was moving everything in and then I went and flew out to Atlanta to be with him a week after that. So we are really enjoying our time here, being able to fully enjoy the off season and everything that the place that we are in now has to offer. Football is definitely always on our mind still, but this offseason we've been able to also enjoy being home more so than last year because for the most part last year we were moving around a lot and we lived separately. So it's very nice to finally be able to live together again uh, for the first time since we were living in Morristown, New Jersey with the Jets. So it's been really, really nice. 
going into the year 2022 with all positivity, positivity if I can help it, looking at the bright side of things. Just like Nina Cole in her episode, I am taking a note from you, Nina, all positivity, looking at it from the end and saying, huh, okay, we needed to go through all that to get to where we are now, which is a great spot that we're in. Listen to Nina Cole's episode, episode 26, super positive. You're going to walk away smiling from everything that she has to say, talking, you know, going through all the things that they went through and them still having a positive outlook on the league and really enjoying their time and being able to relish everything and take in every moment and appreciate the meetings is what she said. Dylan said that he wanted to go in and be appreciative of all the meetings that he gets to go to every day when he gets to go to practice because it wasn't always like that. It took them a little bit to get on a team and their story is just incredible from last season and their whole time in the league actually. So go listen to that one. I, you know, you you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You just see what everybody puts up on social media and to hear their story and what they went through and what they had to overcome to get to where they are now is awesome and her demeanor like throughout the whole thing just the way that she talks about it and such a positive attitude was really cool to see it was really cool to talk to her about her and Dylan's story those are all the updates that I have right now for you we traveled to a couple different places got that out of the way before Chad had to start training for season because he he does all the little things. He does the little toe exercises. He does the leg stretches every morning. He wakes up and basically does a yoga flow, rolls out and everything before he goes into training at his facility, at the facility, at his agency. So he does several things. And then once he gets back, he does all of his rehab. He he is a rehab fiend. And I say rehab, I don't mean just rehabbing something that hurts, just coming back every day or in the morning and stretching out a little bit making sure all your muscles are loose, making sure that you're ready for the day. So rehabbing in the sense like making sure your body is as close to perfect as it can be, as close to 100% as you can get. That's starting with sleep, that's starting with eating well, and that's starting with making sure that you're limber and ready to go throughout the day. That's actually something that Chad and I have really been focusing on this offseason too, and I freaking love it. Uh, we've been really focusing on sleep. We've been doing, uh, we listen to a podcast about sleep. We, he reads a lot about sleep. And we have been trying to get on a schedule since we haven't been on the schedule for a long time so that we can wake up easier, get more restful sleep. So we wake up feeling energized and refreshed from the night. And I just joke with him the other day saying like, I love I love that we are the old people being on the couch at least by seven o'clock so that we can wind down for bed whatever time we go to bed, like between a certain time when we do go to bed. But being able to have that stability and waking up and waking up without an alarm has been awesome. And that's something that he's been really looking into and researching about sleep is just how to get better sleep, how he can get overall better sleep. And that's, I mean, that's good for everybody. That applies to everybody, not just NFL players. So everybody focus on your sleep, focus up, do all the things that you need to do to get a better sleep. Because I am way more energized than before. Surprising, I know. But it feels really good that we actually have been focusing on that. And I just feel, you feel a lot better. You feel more appreciative of the day, for sure. So that is the end of episode 28, the first episode of season three of the NF Ladies podcast. Thank you for coming back and listening to this podcast, you guys. Uh, I really appreciate all the feedback that I get, all the messages that I get, just seeing that you guys do appreciate this. And this is something that you do look forward to continuing to follow in the future, um, to share your own stories, you know, and really make this a group effort, really make this into a community where it's not just me talking into a microphone, but where we do actually create a community over social media through Instagram and 
through connecting each other with different ladies so that we can help each other even after football continue in business endeavors whatever it may be that you're setting up for yourself it's just always nice to know people who are in the same position as you are I haven't been saying this the last episodes, I think, of last season two at all, but please, if you do enjoy this podcast, give it five stars and write a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help me out. I actually, my sister said that one of her friends got the suggestion for my podcast when she was listening on Apple Podcasts, so it does help. It does help push my podcast towards like-minded audiences uh, when you do rate it like that. Apple Podcasts sees that and says, all right, let's do this. Let's push this forward. So if you could do that, if you haven't already, please do. I'm going to bring you a fun guest for episode 29 of the podcast. I'll bring that to you in two weeks since I am now doing this bi-weekly. So thank you for coming back to season three and listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me and I look forward to talking to you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to episode 28 of the NF Ladies podcast, the first episode of season three. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.